Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, shares how she overcame the emotional trauma from divorce with her faith in God. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Lioness Queens. I am so excited today. Um, We have another Lioness Queen who has embraced us today with her presence. And her name is Pastor Paulette Harper. Welcome, Pastor Paulette. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am honored and blessed to be able to uh, speak with you today in your audience. Awesome. Awesome. So she likes to go by Pastor P and I love that name, Pastor P. I'm telling you, this woman of faith is, is, has an amazing story. She's a speaker. She's a minister, certified empowerment coach, book writing coach, podcaster, entrepreneur, and the list goes on and on. And so I'm so proud of my my sister here um, who's doing great work helping women unlock their voices to write books, which is her passion. So welcome to the Lioness Queen podcast, Pastor P. I am so blessed to be here to talk with you. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yes, I am excited as well. And so the Lioness Queen podcast is all about helping women to use their faith to overcome from the emotional trauma from divorce. And and, and it's definitely uh, a challenging space. I've experienced it. You've experienced it. And so share with my audience, what was that emotional trauma like for you? Yeah, um, I have been married for 23 years and um, that emotional trauma was nothing like I had ever experienced before in all of my my life, you know, and my walk with, with the Lord. The emotional trauma of going through a divorce put me in a place of, you know, just sheer uh, emotions that were, you know, on and off, meaning that days that I felt like I could make it and days that I, I didn't want to make it. Dealing with, um, you know, the spirit of rejection really, you know, was one thing that I had to learn how to overcome. It was, you know, um, feeling of abandonment issues and dealing, you know, with the emotions that come from being like he was just dropped, you know. And then, you um, the, you know, the, the tendencies of, you know, wanting to end my life, the suicidal thoughts, you know, because it was, I was in a dark place, you know, I was in a place where I felt like, you know, all hope was gone. Uh, being a, even being a believer, you know, it was a war, it was warfare for me. And I had to literally fight for my life. And because I had to have the will to live, there was times in which I, I didn't want to live because I had put all my hope all my faith in this marriage 
and in this person that I thought was going to love me the way I needed to be loved, was going to fight for me and fight for our marriage, but that didn't come out the way that, you know, it, it, I wanted it to. And um, living through that, dealing with the, the physical side effects of the stress and the trauma of the dealing with migraines every day and not having a solution to the migraines. It wasn't, you know, the pills didn't take it, you know, the pain away. And, um, you know, I went to sleep with one, woke up with the same migraine. And I lived in that because of what was going on internally, you know. Um, you know, I, I, I put on a mask every day to go to work and people had no idea what I was going through internally. And um, having to deal with that and those feelings and those emotions and fighting those off every single day, it was... Um, it was an emotional um, fight that I had never, I had never been on before. But in looking back on it, it was, you know, when I became a, a, a believer, when I got saved, God birthed intercession in me. Mm. And looking back, He had been training me all along to deal with one of the most severe attacks I was ever going to go through. And, you know, training me year after year to be an intercessor, to pray and stand in the gap for others. And I had gotten to a point where I had to, I had to apply and use those same principles I had used previously for other people. I had to use them for myself, you know, Mm. and I was at a place where I had to ask myself, how did I even get to this darkness? How did I even, as a believer, how did I even get this low in my spirit, you know? And I mean, it took a long, it took a while for me to come out of that. It did. And it took my will to live, to want to um, find some sense of hope in, in all the hell that I had been going through. It's interesting how... Um you disclosing all that you went through reminds me of what I went through. Mm -hmm. Um, I was with my ex-husband for a total of 24 years. Mm. Dated nine right after high school. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And then got married. And it, it, uh, it devastated me as well. And so you used a lot of different adjectives that really I can identify with. Yeah. Other women can identify with as well. And um, the rejection piece, I think, was the biggest piece for me um, that, that, that really hit home. And it hit home so hard. I myself had uh, suicidal ideation as well. Um, I literally wanted to drive off the road. Mm. Um, I literally wanted to leave a note for my son so my son wow. could hate his father the rest of his life. Wow. And so I literally, I understand. And there's yeah. so many women who go through that and, and are in that place and could be, you know, in that place right now. The one thing that really um, stuck out for me, uh, a word that you mentioned was mass. And and definitely 
that is something that we do. We wear a mask um, in order to hide mm. what we're going through, you know. Yeah. And, um, it, 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 it definitely, uh, you know, I'm a believer. I'm, I'm a PK. Mm. I'm a minister. I wasn't a minister at the time. Yeah. Um, but in the same regard, you know, when life hits you, it hits you. And so, um, what, what, what do you feel was when you were in your lowest, what Mm. do you feel, um, what do you feel like was tugging on you to help you to come out of it? I think it was a, it was a few factors. Um, one, I sought counseling and at this point when I sought counseling, um, my ex and I had, we had tried, you know, to be reconciled, but you know, when it's not there, it's not there. And so I had suggested to him, you know, let's try counseling, let's go to counseling. And the thing about, you know, some, you know, men of faith, you know, when you talk about, you know, going to a counselor, whether it's a Christian counselor or what, you know, they get all this, you know, they, they trip and they now have an ego and they have pride. And, you know, for him, it was, oh, I'm not going to a counselor because, you know, I live by faith. That's how he, he was, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided to go to counseling and I took my focus off my marriage when I stepped into the counselor's office. Um, she was a believer. And um, and when I stepped in there, I told her I wasn't coming to save my marriage. I was coming to save Paulette. And I needed to have an internal work done on me because where I had allowed myself to go was a place that, you know, it was a living hell for me. And so it was the counselor. It was one, you know, that was one of the things. And then um, I remember in the midst of all the, you know, the, the the darkness and the cloud, you know, hanging over my head, God's word was still penetrating through all of that. And he would give me a word, you know, every time when I'm feeling a certain way, a word would come, you know, he would tell me, you know, better days are ahead, you know, and it would be a word that would just lift my spirit, you know, and, and, you know, as a, as a believer, you know, when, when I was going through that, I knew that God had the power to remove me from it. I knew that at a twinkling of an eye, at, at, a, at a drop of a second, that, that God could change my situation. You know, he could get me out of that and, and, and just, you know, put me on a different path. But it wasn't, that wasn't the direction. That wasn't the way God wanted me to come out of it. He wanted me to go through it, you know. And I remember, um, you know, passages of scripture where, you know, um, you know, with, you know, you know, men and women of God in the Bible, how God, you know, you know, allowed the enemy, you know, to have, you know, a heyday over their lives. And you, you think about, wow, God, is that me? And it was, you know, that was, that was my, you know, that was my lot. That was my, my, my test to go through. And, and he would give me a word every now and then, you know, and I had that word to cling on to. And it was really, you know, my, my faith walk really had to shift gears 
because it was a walk that I had never had experienced before. And so he was teaching me how to trust him. He was teaching me how to, you know, really, you know, trust him with my life and trust him and and allow him to, you know, to take me and maneuver my life in a way in which I never even had experienced it before. So the counseling and then him dropping words, you know, scriptures in me. And then, um, you know, he had put um, a sister, a dear friend, you know, back into my life that I hadn't seen in years. And she came into my life at the right time where we studied the word of God together. And she prayed with me, not in judgment or anything. It was all about restoration because that's where I needed, you know, and um And so it was really, you know, several things. It was, you know, just being, you know, sensitive to what I needed in the moments and being led of God to, you know, connect me with certain people. You know, when I, my counselor, um, she watched me grow. She watched me come out of, you know, the oppression. She watched me come out of um, the negativity. She, she walked with me, you know, and, and, and prayed with me and, and took me back to places that, you know, that were very um, painful, but it was places that I had to address, you know. And um, so, yeah, those, those three things for me really, really turned my life into a totally different direction. Wow. So, it, you know, I truly believe um, healing can happen, but we, we definitely need that holistic approach. Oh, my God. So, oh, yeah. God. And, and, and yeah. I, you know, that's one thing as a believer, a lot of people struggle. I mean, you know what I mean? They really struggle with because um, a lot of people don't believe in therapy. They don't right. believe in seeing someone a counselor for their mental health, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we do have spiritual health, but we have a mental health as well. Yeah, we do. And we need professionals mm-hmm. in order to address it. Now, you know, that's the piece. We got to have people who are skilled in that. You know what I mean? Oh and and, yeah. and I truly, um, I, you know, I, I'm a truly appreciative of you being transparent because unfortunately, a lot of believers don't seek counseling, yeah. do not seek therapy. Um, mm-hmm. When really, I always say it's just like you just need somebody to talk to, right? And um, I remember when I went to um, counseling, um, and I had my son in counseling as well, and my son. Um, it was funny because after the first session, he was a little bothered and I was like, what's wrong? He said, the counselor said something that was so, it was so profound. She said, she said to him, she said, well, really, you know, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer for you. Hmm. We will do exercises. You know, I'll let you talk. You know, we'll do different things, you know what I mean? But really, I'm just trying to help you draw out the answer that's already in you. Yeah. (laughs) 
And when she <laughs> said that, it was so profound, you know, for it, it's so profound for me. And so when we talk about that holistic approach and definitely as it relates to therapy and, and counseling, um, did you did you have any experiences with shame in, in regard to, um, you know, what you went through or the divorce? Yeah, that was one of the issues that I had to deal with. It was the, um, you know, the embarrassment of here I was, a, you know, a, a pastor's wife. You know, we were leaders in our community. And dealing with, um, you know, the, the shame of being in a place of going through a divorce, you know, and the disappointment that I felt that I had, you know, with, you know, my, my relationship with the Lord, you know, feeling like I had disappointed him. And then disappointed myself, you know, and um, so condemnation played a major, major role, you know. And so when you're dealing with, you know, you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, condemnation, emotional trauma, uh, headaches, you know, you're dealing with abandonment issues, rejection issues. I mean, it was a literal roller coaster ride for me, you know. And so, yeah, condemnation, it was feeling as though I had just, you know, let people down because here I was, um, you know, one who had been praying for marriages, you know, to be restored oh, and, and believe wow. in God to, to heal people and, you know, restore relationships. And, and, and here I was in a place where I needed people to do that for me, but mm. I, I didn't find that, you know, and, you know, you mentioned about, you know, wearing the mask, you know, as a, um, you know, being in, in ministry, the pastor's wives, they wear masks all the time because all, all the time yeah all the time and it is the silence that kills us as as women of god where we step into the church and we put on this facade like everything in my home is okay and we have may have just had an argument at home with him you know or in the car and we have to pretend like it's all well, but inside we are slowly dying, a slow death. And then when we, you know, leave ministry, leave church and go back home, we go back home to that hell. We go back home to that abuse, physical abuse or emotional abuse, whatever it is, you know, and we have, we live through that. And you know, when I was getting a divorce, um, it was, I, you know, that was one of the other, you know, issues that I, I had to, you know, address in counseling the, the shame of it all, you know, and because he had moved on, you know, he had moved on. He still had his church. People were still, you know, going to his church and, you know, and everything in here, I was dying and nobody even checked on me. Nobody even said, Hey, Pastor P, how are you? I had, I had divorced him 
and divorced the church all at the same time. It was unbelievable, the magnitude of stuff that we we hold on to or we carry as women, you know, especially being married to a pastor, you know, and our minister, the 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 emotional baggage we carry is unbelievable, you know, and then um, having to take that, you know, at that point, it was, you know what, I don't have to pretend anymore. You know, um, this is where I am. This is my condition. This is, you know, and my counselor helped me. She walked me through that. And you're absolutely correct. Um, Counseling to people of faith is like you don't believe God. You know, it's like you, you know, you're saying you're putting more faith in in, the, in a counselor than you are in the power of God. I think we all need all of it, you know, because there are some things that she said to me that a person who, you know, would have said they have been praying for me, they may have missed it, you know, because God doesn't give us as, as, as it, even me as an intercessor, God wouldn't necessarily give me everything that I needed to pray for that individual, you know. But a counselor knows how to speak to me in those areas where I'm feeling, you know, the oppression. Because she would ask me certain things. How do you feel? What what led you up to that? What got you to feel that way? How can you get through that? And these are questions that I had to answer for myself. She wasn't giving me no answers. She was letting me find the answers within me. Yeah. Okay. And and I had to set goals for myself, you know, and and she would say, "Okay, next week we going we going to see how you how you handle, you know, what I'm sharing with you and stuff." So, when people think that all you need, I know what I'm about to say is going to probably, you know, just No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. Okay, I, people think all we need is to pray, 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 fast, and that's gonna do it. No, you need somebody who is skilled and equipped to handle to to help you deal with the emotions that you are going through. You know, and God has blessed us with people who have went to school, who know the the psyche of an individual. They know that part of an individual that we don't know about, you know, because I was dealing with areas in which I had no idea that, you know, the abandonment issues and rejection, I didn't, I wasn't even, you know, I didn't even know about the effects of that. Yeah. Until I went to counseling, and I was telling her how I was feeling, and she would point this out. Okay, Paula, that's rejection. So let's talk about that. You know, so you need to be like you mentioned the word holistic. We need that. It's it. We need counseling. We need therapy. We need the word of God. We need prayer. We need to be fasting. You know, there are people that I mean in the Bible. You know. Jesus, he dealt with people so depending on where they were, you know, there were people that he could just speak the word of God to and they would be healed. And then there were people that he said, oh, no, this comes out by prayer and fasting. Everybody's situation is so unique and so different. For me, it was counseling. Yeah, it was counseling. And so 
as you know, when I mentioned earlier that I, you know, God could have just, you know, blessed me and just got me out of what I was going through, but that's not, that wasn't the way God wanted me to, to walk this process out. He wanted me to live through all of this mess. You know, and I'm able to share the stuff that I had gone through now and I can see why he wanted me to, because now I'm able to, to tell with people, you know, and share with people my own personal journey of how he dealt with me, you know, but, um, but we need it all, sis. We need it all. So I'm really appreciative of your transparency, um, because especially being a pastor's wife and what a lot of people don't realize that, you know, we just celebrated and I don't want to use the word celebrate in an exciting way. Um, but last month was Domestic Violence Month. And uh, sadly, sadly, there's so many uh, what pastors' wives mm-hmm. who are abused verbally, physically, mentally, yeah. psychologically, the whole list. Sexually, you can check everything off. And unfortunately... Yeah have to go into to, to Bible study, have to go into Sunday service and, and revival wearing this mask when at home their lives and they are miserable. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's sad, but it is extremely high among um being married to a pastor and, and there's so much silence within and they have no one that there's no one that they can talk to, right? right. There's right. no one they can confide in, you know, and they have to deal with that silence within. And then you talked yeah. about Jesus, you know, and there was often times when I would say Jesus needed a mental health day too, because sometimes he had to get away from folk and oh be my by <laughs> And, and yeah. And yeah, and there was some time he kicked out some people too. Uh-huh. So he had to he had to he had to figure out a way, right? Because he, you know, as a human being, he got tired. He he did have to take that time to fast, to pray, to you know what I mean? Um and so I, I just feel it's so important for and I'm pretty sure you went through this process in therapy, um, like myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is all about separating Ooh. what happened mm. to you from who you are. Oh my God! And so, wow. and so, what? And once that separation happened, separating the rejection, the abandonment, the depression, the suicidal ideation from who you are as a daughter of a king, as an mm-hmm. overcomer, as right. When you make that separation and you understand that those things are separate, mm. right? Then you yeah. can start to embrace where God is trying to move you to. So yeah. talk about that space. Talk about that space of when that separation happened for you and you started to really walk in who you are. Yeah, I mean, that's so powerful what you just said, separating what has happened to who we are. And that is, that's where we get hung up because it was me thinking that I was rejection. I was abandonment. I was 
low self-esteem. I was, nobody would ever love me again. That's who, what I was going through became who I was, you know? And that's why it was such a struggle for me to come out of that. But it was really, I mean, literally, it was me having to have a, a mind sh- a mind shift, me having to change how I projected myself. It was my 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 conversations that I was having with myself. It was taking the scriptures and praying those scriptures over my mind because you know what, the battle is in my was in my mind the battlefield goes on in our minds because this those are where those strongholds are you know and and it was really learning how you know whatever I was dealing with the negativity and what I was dealing with I had to find you know a scripture to to pray over myself you know and so you know I had other people you know, really praying and interceding for me. I would, you know, I was honest with people. I was telling them where I was. I was telling them, you know, the the, the suicide, the thoughts that I was going through. I was telling them this because I knew that I needed. Hey, at that point, it was no shame. You know what I'm saying? It, it was no shame in what I was going through. I needed people to pray for me. And so the shift really came from me taking the scriptures and applying them over my life to those areas and where the, the 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 struggle the fight was 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 going on you know and 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 then you know the counselor tell, showing me you know you know and talking to me and speaking to me and 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 identifying okay that's the rejection but that's not who you are Paulette you know, let's deal with who I, I was. And so I remember when, you know, I would sit at my desk and I would think about the scriptures and, and, and who I was as a believer, you know, and just really being honest with myself, because even though I was feeling those things, and I walked in that condemnation for all those, you know, for all that time. It was me really latching on and clinging to God's word and him and me letting his word transform my life and transform my thinking. Because as a man believes in the heart, so is he. As we believe what the enemy has said, that's what we become. But as but just like the word of God, as we believe the word of God, that's who we become. And that was really the transformation that I had to go through. It had to, I had, it had to get started in my mind, that mm-hmm. mind shift. Yeah, that's, that's the battle. Like you said, that, that's yeah. the, um, Joyce Myers has a really good book, the battlefield in the mind. And that, yeah. that's the only, that is the only place the enemy can attack. Is yeah. Own. That's the only, and really, it's so subtle <laughs> mm. because he yeah. makes you feel like you have thought of it all on your own. Like he literally allows those imaginations uh, to go rampant, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or to cast down those imaginations. But that's what he likes to play with. Yeah, he likes to play with our imaginations to help us believe a false narrative. Yeah, you know, and and and. And that is, I struggled with that as well. That rejection piece. Um, I remember earlier you talked about 
I can't remember how you said it, but I literally remember telling my ex-husband, you threw me away. Mm. That's what you threw me. You threw me in the trash, you know, Um, and, and, and not realizing because my piece was um, the one thing that I had to, the one thing God had to help me with was, especially with my mindset, when I was at my lowest, when I had suicidal ideation myself, um, you know, God revealed to me, yeah. well, 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 let me tell you why. Let, mm-hmm. let me let me explain the why, right? And the why, it really wasn't to get back at my ex. The, the why was because there's a call on your life to help women mm-hmm. and the enemy doesn't want you to do that. Yeah. So he needs to take yeah. you out Yeah. because of where I am trying to take you to. Yeah. If he can flood your mind with bitter, with bitterness, mm-hmm. with hatred, with unforgiveness, yeah, with stuff with baggage, right? If he can flood your mind with that stuff and you hold on to it, then he got you. Yeah. But if you can let go and let me handle it, mm-hmm. and I and and let me give you a glimpse of where I'm trying to take you then you get to walk forward. And so the one thing that God had to help me with was he, he said to me very clearly, I need you to not to be like Lot's wife. Mm. I need need you to not be stuck Ah. in a place because I have something for you and I can't give it to you when you keep looking backward at something that I have transitioned you from. Ooh. Wow. And so my piece is, and this is for women, for us as women, we get stuck on things that are behind when God has so much more in store for us ahead. Yeah. And we can't see it in the moment, right? You you can't see it Mm. in the storm. You can't see it. Like I was talking uh, last week about the eye of the storm. Like what everything that we're going through right now is a storm. Just like the disciples, we're in the eye of the storm, but you can't see where God right. is trying to take us. Right. See? Right. And so and so talk about because this is this is the shift. Talk about mm-hmm. the shift when you started to embrace mm-hmm. and walk in where God was taking you. Oh my God. Oh, you said a whole mouthful. My goodness. <laughs> no, that was so it was so powerful because you know, you are so on point when you say, you know, when we can't see the end of the road, you know, when we can't see where God is taking us, you know, when I got to a point where, um, you know, I started to say to myself, okay, there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. It was a, it was a, it was a while after I had went through the, the storm. You know, I mean, I I had to go through the storm and then look back and say, okay, there's a purpose for this all, you know. And um, really, the shift came in when he said to me, I want you to write the book. That was the shift. Mm. That changed the trajectory of my life. That was the the pivoting moment where it was all it was not in vain it was 
It was the moment that sent me just totally in a direction that I had no idea. And when I began to share my book and share my my journey, it was me just sitting down and allowing the Holy Spirit to just drop stuff in my spirit, you know, and to write about. I knew that it was really going, you know, it was going to be about me. It was going to be about the divorce. Um, It was going to be about, you know, my own struggle. And I just focused in on where I was and where God was taking me. And it was me saying yes to Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. You know, it was me saying, okay, Lord, you want me to write a book? Okay. Even I, even though I don't understand, I still, I I have to say yes. And Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. And when we can get to a place where we just say yes to God, in the tears, we say yes to God. In the anguish, we say yes to God. In the brokenness, we say yes to God because I had to, you know? And that's really where the shift came when I said, yeah, I'm gonna write this for me. I'm gonna write this for other people because I couldn't be ashamed of my scars. I I couldn't be ashamed of my bruises that I got along the journey of being a believer, being a pastor's wife. I, Mm -hmm. I couldn't be ashamed of it because it was a journey that God had had called me to. It was a journey that he wanted me to walk. It was it was a uh, uh you know, it was, you know, places that he wanted me to go, tread on. He wanted me to taste that so mm-hmm. that I could tell other women that no matter how much hell we go through in life in this journey of being a believer and you know, we go through a divorce or whatever we lose, that there is always a way of escape. There is always a a purpose for it, that God has a purpose for us, that he doesn't want us to feel like it's all been for naught, that every test and trial that we go through, that God's word is true. All things are going to work together for good, that there is a shift that goes on in our lives. and, And that shift comes when we say yes to God and we surrender. And that's, 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 that is, that is when it happens. Yeah. When you, it it is that absolute surrender and being an open vessel. And so it's, it's because we're, we're not exempt from things happening, you know, um, but we know we, we, we not on the cross either. No. So if <laughs> yeah. I'm not on the cross, I think I think I think what God has put on my plate, I I, I think I can handle. Mm-hmm. I think what I can handle because He would never He never gives us more than we can bear. So obviously, what He's put on my plate, He thinks that I'm big enough to handle it. Yes, yes. But big enough to handle it is just the beginning because there's more in store but we got to move beyond looking at that plate and what we got going on yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so we get easily to get distracted 
Um, and, and it's the distractions that hinder you from being open. Oh my God. And and that openness. Um, and so you talked about your book um, and God, God saying, Hey, it's time, it's time, it's time. And, and it, it, Based on everything that I have seen about you, read about you, it, it appears that you've opened more. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, 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 I, so, you talked about your book, and what is the title of your book? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It is okay. Oh, this yeah. is this is this is all about your journey. And your journey has led you to a place that you are walking in, you are living in, you are growing in. You, you're now embracing the crown, I, I would say. Right. Right now, you are in a place where you are embracing the crown that God had for you. And although, you know, you, you were married before and, and yada, yada, but but he couldn't give you the crown in that space because your ex wasn't worthy enough. Oh, my God. So now yeah. you are in a space to receive this crown and God has opened you up so much. Yeah. to pour into other women. And so I'm so, uh, you know, I have mentioned this before to you before we had got on um, just about all of the great work that you're doing to help other women. And and this is what we need in the land. We need, yeah. we need women to be encouraged. We need women to be supported. We need women to be lifted up. We need women to stop settling we need women yeah. to stop yeah. being bitter right and realize it's not bitterness God is trying to move you into a purpose hmm. but you're so stuck in a place you can't even see the forest from the trees so yeah. God is, God, is, God has elevated you Pastor P yeah to a platform to minister the word of God to women and so you got a lot going on. <laughs> I want to celebrate everything that you have going on because I am extremely, I am extremely proud of another female, another black female who is they're they're doing their thing, right? But doing their thing for the kingdom. It's all about kingdom building. Right. So, right. Um, and so yeah. that's what I want you to do. I want you to tell my my audience about all of the wonderful work that you are doing. Yeah. You know, my, um, the book that set it off for me, my first book I wrote, um, that was then this is now this broken vessel restored. You know, when you talked about, you know, the, the flood and being open that hit me because it has just literally been like that. You know, when we say yes to God and we don't know that in a year or two or three years, we don't know what that yes has done. We don't know how far that yes is going to take us, you know? So um, when I wrote that first book, it was, 
you know, at a place of me once again being vulnerable, you know, because I was exposing myself, you know, that that book didn't have anything to do with my with my ex. It was all about my own my own struggle, my own journey with the Lord in that process of going through the divorce. But I had purpose in my heart that, um, you know, that that my life was worth more. You know, I had I had beat myself up enough. I had been in that place long enough. I had been in Lodabar long enough. And it was time for me to come out. And so when I started writing that book, I knew that it, it had nothing to do with my ex. It was my journey with the Lord. It was what God had did in my life, in the lowest points of my life. It was a me allowing him to write through me. And so when I finished writing it was probably maybe halfway through that book God gave me another book to write completely whole it was a it was a a, an endless this has been an endless journey it really has so I finished that first book and then um published it and then started to write my second book which was called completely whole because you know it was so appropriate to have that title after being broken Come right. on, after, after right. being broken, right. okay? Right. And so I started writing that second book called Completely Whole. And then I began to learn how to, you know, self-publish my own work. Um, and so in the process of me learning how to self-publish, then, you know, I had people asking me, well, how did you do it? You know, and how did you, you know, publish your book? And so then I began to teach people how to do it, you know? And so God had taken me on a totally different journey, even though it was ministry um, that I had, you know, started out when he was birthing me into another ministry. That it, he, you know, when sometimes we get stuck thinking that God is just going to use us in, a, in, 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 a, in one particular area. And I kid you not, if I hadn't gone through a divorce, then I wouldn't have had no purpose of writing a book because I wouldn't have had nothing to write about. But I had something, I had something to write about. I had a story to, to tell. I had, I had an experience that I wanted to share with other people. I had something that needed to be heard, um, you know, in the, to, to an audience who I could have never, ever met, you know, reached, you know, in the four corners of the wall, in the four, you know, in the, in the corners of the church. And there was an audience of people that God wanted me to reach that who can identify with my story. There were men, there were women who were, you know, who were crying out for someone to, to help them get through whatever they were facing. And so the things that I have been able to do by the grace of God is to, of course, to write more books. And so with me writing more books, that meant that I was reaching more people. And so um, when I finished my second book, God laid it on me to write a fiction novel. So I'm like, oh my God, okay, I want to do this, you know? And so God just, you know, he put these pieces together that I had no idea that, you know, I was going to be, you know, God was going to be, you know, the, the, he had created this puzzle for me and he was using me, you know, to go here, go there. He was, it was checkmate here, checkmate there, you know? And so I began to write this novel 
And after I finished it, um, I entered it into a contest and I won. Oh, wow. I, I, I won. And it it was amazing to me because I had once again tapped into an area in an arena that I had not even known before. God literally, it was, you know what? My life today is totally unrecognizable because of what I had gone through. And sometimes we don't like the process in which God chooses to take us through. For me, if God had showed me that I was going to I was going to have to deal with all the things that I would, had dealt with going through the divorce. If he had showed me that picture, I would have said, no, thank you. I don't want to go through it because naturally we don't like pain. We don't like to endure pain. No, we don't. But it's through the process of the pain that God reveals who we really are. You know, he unveils who the true essence of who we are and he shows us you can make it. He shows us how strong we really are. And so I've been able to write 11 books. Wow. I've been able to write 11 books from day one. So in the middle of writing these books, I've been able to help other women birth books, teach them how to do it. Teach them how to change the narrative, turn those painful experience, experiences into transformational books, tra- transformational stories, because we all have a story that we want to we want to share with people. And so I've been able to do that and then launch other, you know, be creative and, and, and launch other things in, in spite of where I started, you know, in spite of where I started. So I have just been able to be innovative and creative but it started out coming from the pain that I had experienced you know and what I want to say to the women that are listening that you know God makes an exchange with us he tells us to give give him you know our mourning for joy you know he tells us to to give him our cares and our concerns because why he cares for us god can do more with the little that we give to him than what we can do with it ourselves you know and that there is you know jewels and there's creativity that is 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 waiting for us to to open up treasures that god has given us If we just allow God, you know, if we just allow to walk in that purpose and walk in that destiny, and that's what I've been able to do only by the grace of God. And so I am so thankful for the journey. I really am. I'm thankful to the brokenness. I'm thankful to the fact that I had to go through what I had to go through because I'm able to share with women now who are there and they can see my journey they can hear my journey and they can see where I am right now and I can reach them I can minister to them because I've lived it you I've lived it and so you won't you know you can well we're we are able to reach an audience when we can identify with their struggle and I can and I can do that I can identify with women who are struggling you know getting through a divorce I can identify with them on that I can identify with women who feel rejected and abandoned because I felt that way but I also know that I can help people birth 
you know, I can push people into their purpose because I've lived through that, you know, and I want to be able to, to reach women who are at places of despair, at a place where they feel like all hope is gone. I want to be able to reach these women and help them come out of that place of dismay because God has so much more. God has so much greater for us in store. Better days are, yeah, ahead of us if we, if we submit and say yes to God right where we are. Amen. Amen. So before we, man, I can't believe our our time is almost gone, but before we get off of here, you've dropped so many nuggets. You dropped so many nuggets, Pastor P. I love that name, Pastor P. I love that doesn't work with my first first initial is M. That doesn't work with an M. Okay. Pastor P. Share with my audience what, what what are three things that you could say because uh, I truly believe a lot of a lot of women we get stuck uh, in a place where we keep looking back like lots of yeah yeah and what 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 would you what three things would you um, be able to share that, that that can help women to embrace mm. um, that new place, that new chapter. That 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 it, yeah, especially since you 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 are author of eleven books. Let me let me let me let me talk about it in book terms. <laughs> that new chapter that I always say we're we're all with God is five chapters ahead, and He's trying to get us catch up. And so how can you, what's three things that you feel like you can share with the audience to help them to flip the page? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, One thing that they have to do is to allow what has happened to be a stepping stone for them. You know, Allow it to step you into purpose, step you into destiny. One of the things that God told me when I asked him, why was he allowing all this stuff to go on? Why was he, to me, you know, other people were prospering who had, you know, been part of my my, my pain. And he said, Paulette, I'm propelling you. Mm. Allow it to propel you. Because when God propels you, it no when God does it, no man can say their hands was on it. So allow it to propel you. Allow it to be, to use it as a stepping stone for you, you know. And then number two, it really is embracing the new. It really is saying, okay, that happened in my life, but now I'm on a new journey with God. And be open to that, you know, and embrace it, own up to it and live out, live it out, live it out loud, live where you are out loud because you are not the only one going through it, you know, so it is, you know, using it as a stepping stone. It is embracing the now because what God has for us. And what God has for women that are listening 
It's so much greater. It's so much more that God has for you. And then number three is walking in that, really. Even if you you take a step, you know, you take you take a step right where you are, you know, and it really is taking a step every day to get better, to to walk in this newness, you know. And if you if you're not creative, ask God to give you creativity because everybody has something within them. There is purpose that you know that that is birthed within us. And so it's about tapping into your creativity. Tapping into your creativity. If you want to write a book, write a book. If you want to start a business, start a business. There are things that that we have had put on hold and on pause because we were so, you know, focused in on the marriage, the husband, the kids, the ministry, other people. But now it's time for you. And I would say it's okay to be selfish right now. It's okay just to think about you. Because we have over years and years of our time, we've been we've spent so much time just giving and giving and giving of ourselves to others. And then we get deplenished of what we need. So now is the time to really only think about you. Do you. That's it. Just do you. Do you, boo? Do you. I I, I love it. Okay, so one, use it as a stepping stone. So basically what you're saying is use it to get to that next level that God wants you to be at. And then two, embracing the new. So you got to walk towards something you've never experienced, which is the unknown. Yeah. And keep walking. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, do you, boo. That's, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that that also takes again walking towards your fear. Oh, that is that is that is where we get stuck and 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 keep walking. You know, almost like keep running like Forrest Gump. We have to keep moving forward because there's so much ahead of you than mm-hmm. behind. That's that is the trick, right? Yeah. The trick is. The enemy makes you think there's so much more behind, but no, that mm-hmm. God has so much in store for you. Yeah. In He's... in front of you. In front. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so you are a living testimony of that. And so tell my tell my audience how can if someone wants to um, get in contact with you, if someone um, wants to write a book, if someone wants to um, reach out and 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 you know contact you with all of your different all of your different gifts that you have how how can someone get in contact with you yes um, people can go to my website which is pauletteharper.com i am on facebook under pastor paulette harper pastor p i'm on ig paulette harper i'm on twitter paulette harper and then um if they want to connect with me about uh, writing a book, I have a Facebook group called the Authors uh, Experience Storytellers Academy. The Authors Experience. They can, you know, join my Facebook group as well. But really, it's about connecting with me. Go to my website and uh, you know see what I'm doing. If they want to purchase any of my books, 
They can go to Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. My, you know, all my books are there. I have a children's book as well. And um, I would love for them to, you know, support me in that. But, you know, really just check me out on social. Awesome. Awesome. I am so, I'm so honored to have you, Pastor P, on the Lioness Queen podcast. This has been, um, it's really been an awesome it's been an awesome time. It's been awesome chatting with you. We do have a lot in common. Yeah. Especially with our emotional journey that mm-hmm. we have gone through. And it, it, you know, it's hard to, you know, some, a lot oftentimes people don't understand when you're a believer, um, you know, that, that, yeah, we, we struggle with mental illness and different mm-hmm. things too, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I appreciate your transparency because that is that is what's needed, right? Mm-hmm. That is what's needed. We don't need to wear the mask. We don't need to fake like, oh, I prayed about it and everything was okay. No, we got to keep it real with people so that people won't feel alone. And right. that is what the Linus Queen podcast is all about. I don't want people to feel alone because life can get you if you let it. Mm-hmm. Right? If you let it. And so we want to always give hope. We always want to give peace. We always want to give joy. We always want to give encouragement because, you know, it's a lot going on in the world, but there is hope and there is help. Oh, yeah. And so um, before we um, end, after at the end of every podcast, I like to do a declaration um, over our lives. And so I want you to do this declaration with me. So repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to be residue free. He wants me to be residue free. Intentional in my fight. Intentional in my fight. Stand only on the word of God. Stand only on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. Realize that I am a masterpiece. I am enough. I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen. Amen. I love that. (laughs) Ah, Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor P. It has been a true, true honor to share this time with you. And and I, man, I'm telling you, I, I... I, I gotta check you out. You you got some stuff going on. <laughs> oh my God, this has been an amazing um, time with you. I thank you for the opportunity to share. I love sharing my my story because I always cry because I just think about how good God has been to me, you know, in this journey. And um, so, thank you for the opportunity to be able to do that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. 
for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Lioness Queen.